Welcome along, folks, to the next episode of Chewing the Cud. And again, I'm joined by Richie and Collie. Today, we shall discuss the absolute horror show the other night against Wolves. Uh, we talk a, a little bit in depth about the squad. Uh, we then touch on the sad passing of Jack Charlton and a couple of other little bits of news, including Sligo Rovers doing a fundraiser. So, lads, welcome along. Welcome, Joe. How are things? No good, Collie. How's things, Joe? I've been dreading this podcast. Oh, yeah, I've been dreading this. You just just can't dress that up. It was was probably one of the worst displays in a good four or five years, Collie. It was... It was just disgraceful, I thought. Yeah, look, uh, you know, you referred to me in the last podcast as Mister Positive, and you see, just, just no, there's no, uh, there's no hiding from that performance, Joe. To be honest with you, um, some of them players out there don't deserve to be an internet uh, professional footballer, let alone play for Everton Football Club. Um, <clears throat> absolute shocking disgrace. But, uh, I don't know any other words, Joe. To be honest, that you can describe it. There was lifeless to you know, wolves are a good side, but um, I just thought from one to every one of them players on the pitch, maybe Barry Anthony Gordon, I thought he had a good game the other night, but all the others he could have hooked at half time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, in, into into the game. And if he could replace all of them, I probably would, Barry, as I say, Gordon. Well, that was just shocking, Joe, really, really bad. Yeah, it's terrible. We, we said the other night, Rich, that uh. I actually said he hadn't used any of his fives. We could use, we could use eleven. We we could have. Yeah, and probably even the the subs that came on, they could have been whipped again if we had if we had more numbers. Mm. You know, that's just. I mean, it had all the, the the attributes of a of a final kind of game of the season where there's nothing to play for. But I mean, if that's your attitude and you think that there's nothing to play for, you know, it's it's a it's a sorry sight on, on those players' behalf. You know, you look at Southampton against United last night and left every drop of that of energy that they had on the pitch. And that's all you ask, you know, and you get results for it. And we couldn't be the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, it's not even going through the motions. Oh. You know, it was, fri- it was frightening. Yeah, you said you said a few weeks ago, flip-flops, Colleen. Like, it wasn't even... Like, it was just... I, and I understand Shame is coming out. I can see the steam coming out of his ears, and he, he, he kind of had to hold himself back. But like, where's that passion and that fire on the pitch? Like you said, Richard, we only we only ask for effort. <laughs> that that should be a given. Should be a given, Cully. That once you go out on that pitch, you give one hundred percent for for the team. And I think there's a few players that are giving fifteen twenty percent. What is it, Joe? Like. <clears throat> and obviously not asking you directly, but thinking out loud, loud why hadn't they given it? You know, why hadn't they putting it all on the line for the ninety minutes? And and we've said time and time again on this podcast that as fans, if we see them breaking an necks as such, you know, trying to get the ball, trying to play football, and they come off and they lose, well, fair enough. But don't come off and lose and. Uh, not putting fifty percent in, let alone fucking hundred percent job. You know the kind of way. That's the frustrating part for me. Just watching it through the night, and you're roaring at the television, and you're just thinking, why? Like, like 
has a new if you were a neutral supporter, I would have turned that off to you tonight. Bitch, I tell you, so uh, what the last thing is, like I know, I I said to today, Wolves. Don't get me wrong, Wolves are a, are a fantastic team. Probably one of the better teams in the league this year, especially going forward. But I mean, it was just too easy for them. I mean, they are a good side, but it's easy to be a good side when you when you can just walk through mm. as well. You know, when you're up against absolutely nothing, it's up to us to make them not look like a good side. But I don't know. I mean, do you look at players and say, right, just. You know, I know everyone is talking that fucking Ancelotti is going to bring in his own team here. So what's the point of me kind of busting myself, picking up an injury, and then I don't get a move? Is that is that the mentality? Or well, I would go the other way. They should be saying, listen, like we said before, this this will be a washing brief for Ancelotti. Yeah, I mean, but why why not put yourself in his window? Not 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 the transfer one in his window that I'm I'm up up for a fight. I want to stay. I want to give my best. None of them the other day. None of them. It was just, it was just from from back to front, disgusting, disgusting. Oh. Also, Joe, I think I think we we as a fan base have to realise that look, certain players won't make it uh, with, with the club. You know the kind of way. And uh, again, I'm not gonna. I, I'm trying not to obviously pinpoint set uh, individual players, but. There's one or two in there that we're just going to have to realise they're not going to make it and probably time to move on, you know. Mm. Um, they've given our recruitment over the last five or six years. It's coming back to maybe Boyd is in the bum a little now. Brands has a huge job on his hands this summer, that's for sure, and that's clear for anyone to see after, after the other night, you know. Um, we, we, we know where we have to... Uh, Recruit, that's for sure, and hopefully, Angelotti will, will get the players that he wants in, and that there's money there for him to invest. You know. Yeah, on the flip side, like even if they're putting themselves in the transfer window, looking at that shit show, I'm not going to dress it up. Who's who's yeah. going to buy them? Who's going to come in and put offers in for some of them lads? I, uh, you look at this, but this isn't the first season that this has happened either. No, it's a repetitive thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's a, it's. it's just so easy to just down tools and, and I think it's shame to said it's like that they've hid behind managers for for several seasons, you know, and the managers have paid the price and it just can't continue. I don't know how you weed it out, but something has to give because there must be some sort of a disease going through that dressing room that's given them the mentality to say, you know what, we can get away with this. Yeah. Again, we it's just we talked about before, Colin. I understand the change of managers. Like we had four or five managers to change and switching, so different tactics or a different approach to training, or whatever. But it doesn't, it doesn't like add up to that kind of display the other night. I mean, a world class manager like Carlo Ancelotti, and they put a performance in that you wouldn't see across the road here on my house. It's it's just disgraceful. Yeah, you're right, Joe, and. Then you hear call or see calls on social media for Angelotti to go. Like, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, yet again, you know, looking for him to go, and then he'd be you're in another manager situation. We need to, we need to give Carlo Angelotti here, Carlo Angelotti, that's won European cups, league cups, or league titles. You know, the man has to be given a chance. He has to be given his money. Him and Brands have to be given. Uh, time to get the players the day want in now we understand the frustration element from a point of view that we spent all this money 
and we're literally getting seen nothing for it. I get that. Mm. We are where we are. And as, as I said in the last pod, we're in 12th position now, I think. And we're in 12th position because we're in the middle of the table team. That's how, how we are at the moment. People doesn't lie. So, let us get into the summer. Get the next three games over and done with. Let Ancelotti get what is a seven weeks um, gap between the end of the season and the new season. And let him work with the players and get a couple through the door. Get another couple out the door, and we go from there. You know the kind of way, but to insist on them to for looking them to be sacked, I just think it's a bit, you know, that's a bit much. Just, just uh, I see a few things uh, during the week online as well. Looking for brands to take some of the responsibility. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. again, I think we spoke a couple of pods earlier that uh, he's been great, but when you look through it, just a few. Players here, Sigurdsson, 45 million. Wobby, 27. Balassi, 26. Moyes Kane, 24.7. Klassen, 24.3. Snyderland, 20.7. Walker, 20.2. Tosin, 20.1. Like, them players, we can all say, like, they're not, they've not done it at, at, at all. That's 208 million, Richie. Huge amount of money, yeah. No, uh, no plus, that's, that, that's plus wages. Yeah. I mean it's just so I think Brands has to has to take a little bit of flack. Just uh, stop sorry, Richie, go ahead. Go ahead, you're right. No, just in relation to that list, Joe, there's only two of brand signings on that list. Just oh, I'm, I'm just saying like that's that's what, four or five years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean none of them. Sigerson flattered to deceive when he came first. He's he's I think he's halfway out the door, like you said earlier, Rich. Some of these players, like Walcott, again, same player he was at Arsenal. Does it every five or ten games. Not consistent enough. Oh, just... Yeah, I mean, there's no real match winners, but there's no one standing out now to even look interested or to say, right, you know, I'm being paid X amount a week or, and I cost the club so much and they put faith in me. They don't seem to care. You know? <laughs> that's, that's the killer. It's the lack of care or, or interest. It's just... Yeah, uh, just to go back to to what you were saying about Ancelotti, I think it's madness to to be talking for anyone yeah. to that that he gets a road or whatever. But just a question: I do you think that he's totally exempt of blame on performances if it's if he's the manager and uh, yeah, and his team with Duncan and whoever's beside him to to get the, the players motivated to get on the pitch? It can't, it can't be exempt because, we, like we said last week, when the plaudits come in, he he gets. Yeah. Well, like when horror show like that is up, he has he has to take some. I mean, we talked about was in game management there a few times. I think he played four different formations sort of night, and none of them worked. Not one of them. Now, obviously, the players didn't put in the effort or work, but I mean, he can't he can't be above all, Carly, as much as he's probably he's. I think he's probably one of the best managers apart from Howard Kendall. Obviously. He's probably one of the best managers Everton Football Club have had. But he can't be above a little bit of flack. Oh no, absolutely not, Joe. Um, you know, he, 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 I'm sure, and he, he'd look at himself and, and initially the the, the three five two or four five three two formation that he, he went with. You know, um, I think he is predominantly four four two. He just uh, doesn't have the players to to, mm. to do them roles at the moment. So he's trying to put out. He's trying to to nullify. 
uh, Wolves attack. I found out the other night, Joe, that he's probably more interested in a draw rather than going for the win. Do you know, I don't know how, how, what you guys thought. Yeah, okay, it, was, it was similar to uh, Spores, I thought. Maybe set out for the draw and then, you know, if we get hit them on the break, maybe get one or two goals type of thing. But I, I think he might have just gone for the draw the other night. Yeah, I think so as well, Richie. Set up for a draw and, and the killer blow was that pen which I didn't think was a pen by the way, but that's that's another thing. The killer blow was that pen out just on half time that kinda of, it took the wind out of the sails a little bit. But like that get in, like recharge at half time and come out. But they never come out. Yeah, they never went in. I mean it was it was it is I don't know about setting up for a draw. I think that his hands were tied in the in the players that he had available. You know, the squad was you know, it's it's poor anyway, and then what's there? So I say he's just trying to get out something and try to freshen out a small bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was no the penalty was it, it, it's a sickening blow at that time, and then to concede straight after half time, it really just kills. You know, whatever he had said at half time is gone straight away. You know, and it 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 kills all that kind of mentality that you're going to kind of make a goal that never rings out. Disgusting anyway. Yeah, just the team, Where where do we actually go from here? I think the the news of Man City yesterday, and then the impending maybe relaxing of you know, the FFP might actually be the best thing to happen to us, because we're gonna have to spend big bucks to 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 weed out half of that rubbish that's there and replace it. Not just that, just to get rid of some of them as well. Yeah, well. The likes of Sigerson, he's he's another what, twelve months plus left on his contract, and FFP in theory is still there, but um, mm. there'd be no one. Well, it'd be very hard to to to, to punish anyone um, with FFP now, given what's happened to City. But look, we are evidence, so they have been known to be able to like you know being punished for other things that no other club has gotten before. You know, so mm. um, hopefully. Usmanov is still there in the background and uh, he, he is willing to, to go in with Mashir. Now, Mashir is a very wealthy man in his own right, Joe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll need a lot of money, I would, I would think. Someone said the other day, and I absolutely 100% agree, Richie, that like when we hadn't got a pot to piss in with Myers, we were actually, we were actually a much, much better team competitively. So, ha- have we really gone down the road of mercenaries? It looks like it to me. Yeah, it seems to be. You know, and there's no, there's no hiding from it because you're getting people in. They're not on as big wages, and you, you buy into what you're, what, what you're selling them. And it seems to be now that it's just a payday. And mm. it's it, yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the last week, in the last three performances have been clear and obvious. That that's the that's the mentality. There's nothing really to play for, and you know, down tools. Let's yeah. pack it up for the summer. You can't see much change though for the next three games on Forest either, lads. Can we? No, I don't. He has he to come in unless you literally just bring a load of twenty threes in. Mm. Uh, listen, we're banging this drum for the last few weeks. Benningham, he has to get some kind of run the last three games. He just has to. Boy, fair now, Joe is with with Benny is uh, like he he's failed to bring him on the last three games. Clear as that, clear as day, how how poor the, the centre of the midfield is. So. God only knows what he's coming up with in, in a training environment, you know, if, if he's not willing to, to uh, yeah, you know, so that's what my fear would be. I, I would I would initially be with you, bring him on, so what, what 
what aren't going to do at this stage. But if he hasn't brought him on the last three games, he, he must be shocking in training. Or he just mustn't have any confidence whatsoever in them. I yeah. could be wrong now in saying that, you know. But I don't know. Sims, Sims, Richie, maybe. Hello, Sims. And, I mean, from what we're looking at, I don't think anyone could be any worse. So I don't oh, think, exactly. I don't, I don't exactly. see that given it a go. But again, it's, like Holly said, I don't think at this stage that he's willing to kind of throw them into it. That whether he's just letting people hang themselves out or what, I really don't know. But yeah, I mean, with Benny on the bench on on Sunday, and you stay looking at Sigerson and Tom Davis in the middle of the field, like you'd be wondering, what has he got to do to get a run? You know. Mm. I just don't understand it to be honest because he's he's been listed on the bench since the, since we came back after the break and it's the one place we're crying out for something a tackle if you can have someone there who put in a couple of tackles you'd be surprised how much it will kind of spread throughout the team if people see a bit of effort and yeah so I, I really don't know why he hasn't so it it would make you wonder kind of on the level that he's at yeah but surely like we can all see Colin that. The midfield is, is since the restart actually just hasn't hasn't performed. So surely Ancelotti can can see this uh, as a great manager he is. So is he giving these players enough rope to hang themselves? Maybe knowing that Europe is gone, or does he just feel though that he's now with our options there, Joe? Uh, you know. Oh, then we're in. Listen, we're in serious, serious trouble if if there's nothing else behind this shower. I, I don't want to get too angry or whatever but if he thinks that's the best we have to offer we're in serious serious trouble really yeah it's worried I haven't been as worried about kind of coming into a you know normally you kind of say right you should be looking forward to a bit of change and everything but I'm actually worried about what to do and with this what's the economic situation that we don't know how many we're going to be able to bring in and things it's frightening to know where we go from here yeah yeah Okay, we'll take a short pause and we'll come back and we'll go through the squad and we'll just just our opinions, folks. Nothing, nothing major. Who we sell, who we keep, and this this is going to be interesting. I think. Good <laughs> uh, before we go into the break, uh, we've had a couple of messages about little bits of music we've been playing. Uh, so here's one now, and see if you can guess this team tune, and I'll tell you who it is after the break. Thanks. Welcome back, folks. And that little piece of music was a team tune to Grandstand. A great show that was on for years and years. Fortunately, not on anymore. So now we shall go into uh, the squad in a little bit of depth. Who we keep, who we sell, just in our opinion. So we'll start with, I'll start with you, Colin. I'll leave this one to you. Jordan Pickford. Keep, keep ourselves. Keep. 
I think I'm sad finally fair of us, Colin, is he? Um, one thing I will say about Pickford, and I read an article, that could be a nervous reaction to the smile thing, rather than an actual laugh. As in, it's his kind of, you know when you do something wrong and you know you've done something wrong, but you've gotten away with it. Almost oh. like that's, that's his. But look, uh, now I'd keep him, Joe, I'm going to be honest, I'd keep him. Uh, it's, I would bring in a, I would bring in a, a good backup now. I'd bring in a maybe a, a Krill from uh, Norwich wouldn't be a bad backup in my opinion, but I'd keep him. Yeah, but we said Rich as well that it's going to be hard to to get like a top class backup who Norwich are going to be sitting on the bench. So that's that's a would you keep him? I probably keep him just on the on the, the notion that we probably have, you know, of what we have to spend and that we need investment in other areas a lot more than we do than we do there. That there is potential there, but he just needs to eradicate those mistakes. That thing the weekend. Yeah, I would kind of agree that I wouldn't be overly worried about sticking out the tongue. I think it's you know, it's a kind of a, a relief thing. But for me it's consist not the consistency, the regularity of the mistakes that seems to be coming every single game now. And yeah, I mean it, it needs to improve but it, and I would keep, but if Chelsea or whoever came in with 50 million, I'd take the hand off him. Yeah, 100%. I, I think the best thing that could happen to him at the moment is to lose his England place. Because I might, I might book him up a little bit. But uh, I'd keep Ish. <laughs> keep, I'd keep him and uh, get, like I said before, put him in a room at Neville South all for an hour. He's met with a different man then. Right, one, uh, I think this is an easy one. Mason Holgate. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's no point yeah. in doing that. Well, I think I think our player of the season for me personally. I think he's yeah. absolutely class. Yeah, Benzie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That deal, any word on that deal, Collie? Is that still on the table or? No, it's still on the table, and and the longer it it goes, the the, the slightly more concerned I would be getting. To be honest with you, mm. um, because if he does go, we will need to get in a left full. Mm. And possibly it's 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 probably not an area that they have thought about getting uh, mm. someone in, thinking the Bains would, would sign uh, and extend some money or extension, but at the moment it's still on the table. Yeah, Bains keep. Uh, got a couple of easy ones now. Michael Keane. Yeah, again, he's just yeah. stepped up since the break as well. I think he's just stepped up a notch. Yeah. Go yeah. on, Rich. Yeah, no, I, I, I keep also. Um, I suppose if you said if we did this before the break, I probably would have been leaning towards the side to get rid. But I think we need to have some sort of continuity, and you can't just get rid of everyone. Uh, yeah, he's he, he's been very good since the break, and and I keep. Yeah, hundred percent keep, Carl. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Luke. Again, we're going to a couple of these ones here. Luca Dean, another another yeah. contender for player of the season. Tapered off a little bit since the break, but I think. A lot of players have, have been in the same situation. Uh, Question, Joe, on Luke Sorry, Dean. On. If Chelsea came in and offered you seventy million for him, you'd take it. Again, like we just spoke about a replacement for Baines. We're hardly going to get a replacement for mm. him. I think the thing that will hamper a lot of teams is the short window that we're going to have between between the end of season and, and next season. You talking about the transfer window? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so open on the twenty seventh. Yeah, so unless they're at work already, but I, I, I just can't see. 
I just can't see them like that would literally set us back four or five years. Mm. Yeah, so I can't I can't see it. I, again, I don't think we're a selling team anymore, Richie. Especially when we turned down the gun. I know he went eventually, but when we turned down the gun money last year. Yeah, I mean, we've only a couple of players who you'd be saying that we definitely have to hold on to and he'd be one. Mm. So I, I, I think that they can dig in their heels and then make sure that he stays. Yeah, yeah. Here's one now. I know a few people have been saying, uh, let him go, let him go. Seamus, I would not a hope in hell get rid of Seamus, Collie. No, I would keep him uh, again. Uh, experience in the dressing room. That's also a very uh, valid uh, characteristic, let's say. And if Baines was to go, Seamus w- would be one of the old timers as such from a mm. professional point of view in, the, in that dressing room, you know. Mm. Um, I think we were a very young team. And I actually do think we may need to get one or two of the older heads in in the summer. Well, that's what my, my uh, thought would be anyway, Joe. But certainly it was Seamus I'd keep him. <clears throat> yeah, I think Richie is, is the only thing close to a leader that we have in the whole squad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's he he most definitely is kind of that, that's on the pitch and that's kind of there there about kind of most games this season. That's what Baines, as we said, but hasn't played at all really, like a few cameos. So yeah, most definitely, you know, a club captain and and his form since the break has been really good, um, and wouldn't be looking to get rid. You know, I think we bother places I, I don't think Sidibe will be held on to be getting him I'm sure um, and probably Kenny to come back in as well but no I'd be holding James for sure Yeah just on that as well Rich today with you Sidibe I, I would uh, I'd send him back especially because it's only alone as well I don't he's just just hasn't progressed really has he I, think he, I have to say he's done okay when he's played in front of Seamus I think that that could be something that could be worked on but uh, I, I wouldn't buy him Penalty. No, I'd be looking to if you, I mean, he's saying he's done well, but I think we need to bring in a top class right winger rather mm-hmm. than trying to play him up there. You know, I think that's one of the places that we really need to invest in. So, yeah, for me, he hasn't really done it. He's been probably a nine out of 10 some days and a three out of 10 other days, you know, and, you know, yeah, so a lot of the days there he, he's come to place out. And, yeah, he's not for me anyway. Okay, Colin, uh, you already mean it. If the right offer came in, I'd sell him. But we've been linked to quite a number of centre-halves already in the media. So I'm wondering, are they looking to bring in at least one? Which means then you'd have four centre-halves without the young lads there. I'd I'd, I'd say he'd be here for another season, Joe. Although Valencia, I believe, are interested in him. Uh, There was some loose reports coming from Spain in relation to that. The only doubt I would have in him which is his his uh, fitness levels. He just seems to be injury after injury after injury. And simple stuff, isn't it? You know, picking up injuries kind of out of not. I know in- injuries are unfortunate, but yeah, I tend to agree that if you got the right offer, you might consider it. But yeah, I wouldn't be kicking him out the door either. Yeah. Okay, Carly, going into the midfield now. Uh, Fabian Delph. Go self, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice in-depth analysis there, guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to agree, Rich. Uh, talk to talk, but has not walked the walk whatsoever. Do a job and hasn't been seen at all, really. So, yeah, for me, if you get some mistake, I'd be leaving him go. Yeah. Go, go to Leeds. Send him back to Leeds. Give, give him a jiggy back. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Gilfie, I would 
again, if if big money come in, Richie, I I take him. Big money. If big money came in for him. If any money came in for him. <laughs> <laughs> if any money, I don't care what it is, just get rid of him. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's on 100 plus grand a week. You know, I, I, he's, he's coming into the last year in his contract. You know, a pretty similar situation to Schneider, I think. Get rid. You know, he's got he, the yellow streak run down his back. Get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we'll just skip past this. Gabamon, we haven't really seen enough of Gabamon, so we'll, we'll leave that colleague. Uh, here's one for you, your buddy, Tom Davis. Keep ourselves. I think it's time for Tom to move on, uh, Joe, to be honest with you. Yeah, seeing the light now at last, colleague. <laughs> I don't think Davis is 21 22 now, Joe. Um, yeah. He wouldn't, I don't think personally gets into any of the top 10 in the Premiership midfield. No. He wouldn't be able to run a midfield. Um, he, there was a, a move to Celtic last year, Mute, on loan. And I think, I think it's a move that. Possibly he should have taken. Yeah, because I, I think I think I think he needs regular game time. Maybe that could be an option. Richie, send him out on loan somewhere, championship or Scotland or something. Yeah, it might be, and it needs to be done to try to build confidence. But again, I suppose for himself, he's going to be wondering like because if we're we're obviously going to invest in the middle of the field, he's going to be saying, right, I'm obviously not anywhere close to, to Carlos fans here. So I think for his own kind of career, he probably is going to be looking for a move rather than a loan. Uh, okay, Andre Gomez, Rich, for you. Uh, keep, keep. I know he hasn't done it since he has come back or after the break and things, but just hoping that with extra extra time and it's just a case of turning the corner again. But no, I think with the right player beside him, as we've seen with Ghana, that there's a player there, I'd be keeping. Yeah, I think as well, Colin, I'd keep him. We can just get a glimpse of that player we had last season before his injury. He's, he's just he's just the class in midfield, really, isn't he? Yeah, he is, Joe. And there's a lot of, obviously, with Gomez, as Richie said, if you have legs in there beside him, you know, we hopefully Gabamon will be back for the start of the next season and we'll see what he's all about. Um, and then we are going to bring in, let's call it Spade a Spade, we're bringing in a centre mid anyway, uh, wherever he, he will come from. And whoever that will be will have legs. So you you, you might you, you, I, I suggest you probably see a different Andre Gomez next year because uh, he 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 needs someone in there beside him and the players that's there at the moment just aren't doing that job for him. Mm. I think it's someone similar like a a Ghana, someone sitting behind him, uh, a spoiler sweeper or whatever you want to call him. It's just someone to break up play and give it to a baller like Gomez. Sorry, the dog is barking behind me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that's. I mean we've seen how how it helped him to to, to perform to the, the levels that he was at last season. So, I mean I don't know if that's the way that Ancelotti wants to play, having kind of an extra body behind him. But yeah, I suppose it's all about getting getting the right personnel in and getting the best out of what we have. But yeah, I definitely would be would be looking for it. Okay, that's all our views on the buy and sell, keep whatever, folks. Feel free to send in your uh, opinions. Especially on the lobby. If you disagree yeah. with me, just tell me. I'm open to be shot down. Uh, so something I want to touch on now before we finish up, lads. Uh, very, very sad news this week of Jack Charlton passing away. Um, gave us such a great, great time for 10 years as Ireland fans. I mean, not just Ireland fans, as, as, a, 
as a nation. Um, very sad, Colin, very sad. Yeah, like, I, I was listening to the radio this morning and as someone said, they took an Englishman to United Ireland, you know. Um, he, he, he was a legend, both on and off the pitch, uh, Joe, brother of mine's a, a Leeds fan and I'd seen him actually play for Leeds, you know, so um, that was a sad day, it was a sad day. It's that day on both sides of the water, Joe, you know, both in England and, and uh, in Ireland. Mm. Okay, then. Next up, these are going to be very, very interesting, I must say. We'll start off with uh, my favourite Everton player at the moment, Alex Iwobi. I'll, I'll hold fire for one minute. Collie, Iwobi. My answer to Iwobi is the keep. However, if he's not going to play a big part of Ancelotti's plans next season, I don't think there's any point having him in the club. He he wasn't an Angelotti player. I don't think I don't think he would have been bought if Angelotti was in was in place at the time. Mm. So if he doesn't figure prominently going forward for the price or the money that we pay for him, we wouldn't get anything near uh, back for him if he were to sell him. And then there's no point uh, keeping him at the club, I don't think. Mm. I think you have to play a formation that suits him, and at the moment, we're just not doing that. Yeah. I think it's a case as well, which a lot of these players were saying, they'd sell. we're not going to get the money back that we, we spent on, especially, especially with Obi. No, not, not, not too many of them at all will we get even close to it. But uh, look, I think take the money side of it all, but it's kind of, are they an advantage to us? Are they, are they a positive? Will they help us going forward? And, I think he, he probably will be kept around. He's he's not long in the door, you know. It's got a probably got a long contract there as well. So I think that he will be. He'll still be there. Whether whether again, like Holly said, whether he'll be utilised or not, you know. I suppose he's. <laughs> I'm asking myself that he's shown to be versatile that he can be playing. He's <laughs> 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 into a lot of positions. Whether he can play there is another thing. But yeah. I mean, I don't see where he helps us going forward, but I don't see him being, I don't see him being sold in the summer. Okay, the floor is mine. <laughs> he, I, listen, I don't know the chap. I'm sure he's a nice lad, but he's, I think, one of the worst players to put on Leverton jersey in a long, long time, as far as effort comes. He, he's been tried, and actually, has played him and played him and played him and played him. And he's done nothing. He, he, he flip-flopped a little bit against Norwich, but Norwich are the worst team in the league as well. So and that's no feather in his cap. I just think that... Uh, I've been banging this drum for... I just think he's... There's no place for him in, in any formation. He's been tried on the right. He's been tried on the left. I think the only place he hasn't been tried... His goalkeeper, he he just doesn't have the intensity that we need, especially for a winger. Like a winger, for me, in my opinion, has to be busy, has to be sharp, looking to go past players. This chap is, I think he's stuck in reverse. He's just as slow as a snail. And he actually makes Tom Davis look fast. So that's 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 anything. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to go straight, but I would just—he'd be forced out the door for me. He really, really would. Whether it be on loan or so, but just get him out because he offers us zero, zero. So, 
sorry, Alex. To, to question a little bit, if if it's a team say we bring in a right winger and a Walcott is sold, would you hold it then as a reserve say for the right hand side or? I thought again. I thought what what does he offer? Like he offers nothing. Just uh, even as an impact player. You know what I mean? You see him coming off, I see him coming off the bench and my heart just sank. It just, <laughs> it just sank. I see him we're struggling in the game and they're bringing on this absolute donkey. It's sad. I've been trying to hold back on that for a long time. But uh, listen, it's just, it's just that I don't see what he offers us. I really don't. And uh, yeah, listen, we know about this. <laughs> I said the other day, I said the fella I wouldn't have him selling programs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, listen, it's not personal, Alex, but you're just shit, so say it, boy. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Walcott again, Collie. Uh, if the right offer came in, Joe, I'd probably get rid of him given his age. Um, I think if, if he could pick up a few mil from him, I think then I'm off. Uh, I can see him end up going maybe possibly to the States. Mm-hmm. Um, finishing off his career in the States uh, so yeah it'll be probably sell for me now yeah, another player who flattered uh, to the save but he's to be honest a very good friend of mine he listens here all the time he's an Arsenal fan but he listens in Claude Arsenal he said he never did it at Arsenal flattered to the save just like us just waiting for that player to, to cut like he has paced the ball he's absolutely the opposite to Awobi to, to, he absolutely has pace to burn, to burn, to burn. But when he gets to the end, there's no end product. So, could I, I also wonder should should Walcott being played not just with us or even or, or Arsenal up straight in as a number nine at centre forward of two, one of two. I think he asked for that a few times on the finger. He, he came in and played as as a mm. as a striker and scored a few goals, Rich. But again, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's an option for us up front. To me, I'd probably I'd sell as well. I think he's, you know, he's picking up a lot more knocks and things now. And yeah, I just I, I just don't see, you know, a place from kind of going forward. We had, we need to build it for the future. And I don't think that that, that, he's, that he's going to be part of it. Yeah, Speaking of the future, I think this is a no-brainer. Anthony Gordon. Yeah, no-brainer. One of the better players in the last few weeks, colleague, to be honest. Yeah, I actually just read an article today, uh, Joe, I don't know whether you've seen it, about the uh, the personal training he undertook while the lockdown was on. He actually moved into a mansion for three months with a personal trainer and three sessions a day. Uh, and he put on weight with muscle. And uh, yeah, man, his personal trainer, it was a very good article now, I have to say. And some of the stuff that he put him through and you could see the difference in him, you know. Mm. Um, and 100% keep, you know, the kind of way. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, we spoke about it a lot of times, effort and passion. He just has it, Rich. He just puts the work in, puts a shift. That's all you want. Yeah, I mean, he's been the, the, the only shining light for the last couple of weeks, so there's no question. Yeah, okay. Um, Bernard, it's a little bit of a conundrum for me. Um, uh, I know he hasn't played a full 90. I don't know whether it's fitness or uh, the amount of work he does, but... That's a tricky one, Carly. I, I would keep personally because I think, like I said before, he has he has that trickery in him that we don't have anywhere else across the midfield. So I would I would keep. I'd drive him to the airport and send him <laughs> on his flight. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, this this so, I know about things like this, like it, like totally different opinions on players, and that's what it's all about. Lads, at the end, of the day, it's, only our, it's only our opinion, and this is it. Yeah. Well, uh, yours is wrong, but anyway, go on, Carl. What was that? Bernard is my Awobi Joe. Uh, mm. I think everyone, everyone has a player like that, don't you? Yeah. I just don't see it with him. He's too light. He's on 100 plus K a week. Yeah, he has trickery, but if you're not going to utilize him in that 10 role, he's not a winger. You're talking about a winger going past players and all that. I don't think he has it. Every time he, he seemed to fall about five or six times during the night. Um, I just don't see the. I just don't get it with Bernard. I really don't. Um, I know Roma were interested, and that could be a possible link for him there. You know, but I just don't get it with Bernard. So, unfortunately, Joe would say sell for me. Well, Rich, I sell as well. I yeah, this, boy. I think, <laughs> no, I think that you know whatever you get for him now is profit, and you know we got him for nothing. So get what you can for him now. Um, take the big wages off the off, off the bill as well. Um, I think he's just too light for the Premier League. You know, he he gets pushed around. He's not able to complete a ninety. Um, yeah, and and I know you say yeah, he has trickery, but we don't see it often enough. Mm. You know, it it it's really in kind of fits and starts. And yeah, it, to me, he hasn't really done it. So I I, I move on. Yeah, just like you touched on there, Carly. I just think. The 10 roll is, is so much suited for him, but listen, that's just me, opinions and all that. Uh, okay, we'll go up front now. Um, start off a kind of easy one. Richarlison. Yeah. I think. It, Keep. Listen, if, if the chap wants to stay, I mean, he looks seriously fed up last couple of games. So, I would he stay? I, yeah, oh, will I sell? Not a chance of it, no. Oh, will he stay? He will say, yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I, I just think that I suppose, once the season ends and the kind of frustration of having that midfield behind him dies down a little bit, I think that, that it'll be all right. You know, he'll see this. Um, what, what's hopefully been, what's going on behind the scenes and stuff, but you, I suppose we see, see the frustration on, on the field and he, on his point of view, you can't blame it. He hasn't got service at all. He comes back in looking for himself and... Yeah, I mean, I suppose he had to be taken ashore the last couple of days to try to keep he, keep his head because, mm. you know, like the rest of us, we were just tearing our hair out looking looking at that, and he's he's no different. But yeah, yeah I think I think he's there. Yeah, keeping Collie as well. I suppose uh, the frustration he he shows it more than let's suppose the South American thing, but uh, you can you can see it in his face, especially when he's being taken off. Oh yeah, Joe, but. One thing I will, and I agree with Richie, I do think he'll stay. But if this, if we're speaking like this in 12 months' time and the team are playing as bad as we are, then I would be worrying because he's not going to hang around with you know, European football, you know, be it Europa or Champions League. That they, they appear to be light million years away at the moment, but yeah. I think uh, next year is a big, big season for Richarlison at Irvin. Is that, well, that's my opinion, but I'd be worried if this was 12 months' time, we're still talking like that. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Uh, Dom, as well. <laughs> uh, Dom, I think I think he's actually just he's yeah. progressed this season so much, really, in his last few games. He hasn't got this, well, both of them haven't got service, but I think he's added that that goals to this, the work rate that he's had, so I'd 100% keep him. That's that's. Like, 
one of the yeah, I mean, it'd be efforts. Massive taken in twelve months, and and you and you and you have to keep. Mm. You know, I just yeah, you 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 hoping that he'll that he'll push on another level next season. Obviously, get some better supply and 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 help him develop as well. So yeah, no chance of okay, yeah. bridge. Same as Collie. Yeah, and uh, you you mentioned earlier on the Holgate and one of the players of the season. For me, Dominic would be up there as well. You know, oh. uh, the 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 progress both players have made over the course of this season has been outstanding. Um, I think Holgate will just tip him there for player of the season, but Dominic's done really well, and I actually think he'll, he'll get fifteen goals plus next year. Mm. Okay, uh, Moise King. Uh, another frustrating player for me, Rich. Uh, I know Collie said he hasn't got his chance. I, I think he's he's had chances, and I think the 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 main thing that sticks out with me again, going back to Wobi, another effort, lack of effort, lack of intensity, lack of speed, lack of everything. Would that be just down to confidence? You think? I don't know if it's confidence, or I, I really don't know what it is, but he doesn't seem to have a whole lot. But I wouldn't be looking to get rid of him, possibly alone. Um, if you get a loan in the league, maybe to get up to speed with it, get up to the strength of it, uh, um, and, and assess then. I'm sure he's signed on a long contract as well, given that he's so young. So I wouldn't be looking to, to get him off the books straight away, possibly a loan, and, and, and assess then maybe kind of in two years' time after we've had him back or see how the loan goes even. Yeah, I think yourself, I think if we, if we go out and buy a big striker, it could, it could be in trouble for Moise Keane, to be honest. Uh, well, <clears throat> at the moment, it's looking like the new season starting on the weekend of the 12th of September. Mm-hmm. And the transfer window itself is closed on Monday, the, uh, sorry, the 5th of October, I think it's a Monday. So you have about three weeks there. And I suspect you'll probably see Moise Keane starting all of the pre-season games and possibly even the first game or two in the league. Um, if he hasn't done it by that stage then, Possibly a long move. Uh, I know there's a number of Italian teams uh, looking to sign him on loan, so that could be an option. I'd personally keep him, Joe, because I, I think uh, he will come good. Uh, there's a, a rawness there about him, and uh, I think that, that will work in their favour. Uh, possibly as if in a 4 3 3. I'd like to see him up front with, with Charleston and Dominic, um, but <clears throat> I'd keep him, though. Okay, that's all our views on the buy and sell, keep, whatever, folks. Feel free to send in your uh, opinions, especially on the lobby. If you disagree with me, just tell me. I'm open to be shot down. Uh, so something I want to touch on now before we finish up, lads. Uh, very, very sad news this week of Jack Charlton passing away. Um, gave us such a great, great time for 10 years as Ireland fans. I mean, not just Ireland fans, as, as a as a nation. Um, very sad, Colin, very sad. Yeah, like, I, I was listening to the radio this morning and as someone said, they took an Englishman to unite Ireland, you know. Um, he, he he was a legend, both on and off the pitch, uh, Joe, brother of mine's a, a Leeds fan and I'd seen him actually play for Leeds, you know, so, um, that was a sad day, it was a sad day. I said they on both sides of the water, Joe, you know, both in England and, and uh, in Ireland. Um, may you rest in peace. I know he hadn't been well and we were getting these programs on RTE about the mm. whole, you know, his time in charge of the Irish football team. But um, ah, he, 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 I actually met him once when I was younger. A really nice man. So 
Ah, look, he he, he, uh, he he's passed on now, but may he rest in peace. And thanks, Jack, for all the memories. You know. Yeah, I met him myself. It was uh, a functioning a local pub mine where I lived at the time, and uh, it was a couple of months before Italian Night. And he was up on the stage, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, one of my mates, Archie, got a point, ran up and put it in front of him. The next thing, everyone followed suit. And all of a sudden, there's about 10 or 15 points in front of Jack, you know. So Jack just grabs the mic. I was, listen, lads, thanks very much, but don't be wasting your money. I ain't getting me drink free anyway. <laughs> but I, I, listen, Rich, uh, uh, genuine, I'd say, genuine, genuine man who took no crap from anybody. And he said, like, I, I was watching a couple of interviews during the week. Kevin Sheedy said, right, it's Jack's way or the highway, which it should be as a manager. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose when you see the, the outpouring from the people that he worked with, you know, from, mm. from, from those players, who were all top players in England at the time as well, you know, and, and the respect that they had for him and everything. So, I mean, yeah, really sad. But I suppose we look at the good times and the, and the times that he gave us and great memories, you know, I suppose. Uh, I was eight in Italian ninety, like and remembered like a gesture. Oh, I just got an old twins to me back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, so, some of my first memories in football, like it's kind of revolve around big Ireland days and things like that. And it's, you know, I suppose without him, we probably wouldn't have had him. You know, so thanks yeah. for everything. Yeah, well, I was actually I was in my drinking prime during them days. So it was, it was just. It was just a roller coaster for 10 years, really. And the thing that struck me, we were speaking about it the other night, uh, people who normally weren't into football would just get up and, no. I remember, I remember my old man, we were going to uh, watch one of the first games in Italian 90, and she went down to Penny's bar, because Penny's had teeth just to beat the band. So she bought a T-shirt, and T-shirt, and we went to the pub to watch it. And then the second match, I said, are you coming to the match with us tomorrow night? Man? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to pop down to Penny's and get a T-shirt. But I said, you, ha- you bought one last week. I can't be going out wearing the same T-shirt again. <laughs> it's like that my mum had no interest. They're losing in football. But that, that's the team that Jack and the team, like people are out in the streets, sitting in a car, bonnets, in fountains. Like the great video there, Collie, open walkers down roundabout. The crowds... Just, the castle, yeah. yeah, it just got everyone together and sad, sad, I have to say I shed a tear and like just sad, sad day and uh, like I said, rest in peace, Jack. Uh, and thanks for everything. The, uh, another couple of bits of news there. Uh, Sligo Rovers, Richie, wanted to have a mention. Yeah, it was just, I uh, saw online that they're, obviously a lot of the League of Ireland clubs are in the little spot of bother with no games and no gates and things like that and they needed so much to be able to survive. And they started a GoFundMe page, and it turned out that it was heavily, heavily sponsored by Everton fans and 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 like um, an odd due to, I suppose, the connection that we have with Seamus and going back to Dixie Dean. And yeah, I mean, it just shows the, I don't know whether it's the pride kind of in everything that we're involved in and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's really good to see the, the support and the, the, the made the, what they needed kind of overnight almost. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think a lot, like you touched on it there, Colly. There's a lot of League of Ireland teams struggling now. I, I'm not a League of Ireland fan myself, to be honest. But uh, I think financially they've started to struggle. But someone said to me the other day, like the the ban in England might be to the benefit of League of Ireland teams, where people might want to get out and get their football fixed by going to see League of Ireland. 
That could be another thing. Yeah, it could be. Um, I don't know what the scenario is with fans on going returning to the stadium here. Mm. I know uh, well, there's news due next week, I think, in relation to fans going back to Premier League teams. Monday, yeah. Monday, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I believe they're looking at possibly a percentage of fans being allowed in. How they're going to work it is anyone's guess. But, yeah, no, I'd go to a couple of League of Ireland games, Joe, and you know, the actual league has improved quite a lot um, over the last season or two, you know. Um, it's an interest, you know, the kind of way. And, and I know I go up to Rovers, I go down to Pats, and, and Chiz is always full, John. It's good to see, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, then I, I used to go to League of Ireland years and years ago, but the football was just turgid and rubbish. It was, it, was, it was horrible to watch. I remember being at Rovers' first game at the RDS. 10,000 people there. And I was like, oh. But this is it. The worst match nil all against Pats. It was absolutely mucks. People leaving at half time, it was that bad. Was it, not, as, not... was it as bad as uh, Everton versus uh, Everton versus Wolves you don't know each other? And there was three goals. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, again, best look to Sligo Rovers and, and, and all League of Ireland teams. I, I think they, they badly need an injection of funds from somewhere where they, cause they never got help from the FAI. So we'll. Uh, Anyway, no point in me talking about something I know nothing about. So, uh, just a quick look forward to the Villa game. Probably, uh, any news, injury news? Yeah, uh, just very early news that Mean is gone now for the season, as in he won't be available for the next three games. Okay. The Holgate, they're hoping, will be back. I think he's started training. Um, so, but if he's not, you're looking at possibly Shame is going in there. And Sadibi then going out right full, I would suggest. Mm. Which I think worked well the other night, which I thought Sadibi and Seamus, there's more of an effort in front of Seamus, put it that way, Dan. I need to yeah, Walcott, Walcott's first game back as well, I'd be inclined to stick with him there, just to, you know, just get him up to speed, you know, and hopefully he'll be able to contract. I don't think Villa are great at the back or going front. I think the biggest thing against, going against us will be they're coming off the back of a win. Mm. And that they'll have a spring in their step and knowing that we are at a very, very low ebb. So, um, yeah, I, again, it's hard to see too many changes, um, just given the personnel of, us, of, of what's going on at present. Uh, that's the killer. But I feel they're going to be up for this almost. They really, really are, especially after getting that win through the night. So, uh, if we put in a performance like the Wolves, then they'll just let they win. And that's, that's the killing thing. To go into a match like this, Collie, with, with nothing to play for, it's just we're leaving ourselves out to be shot down, especially for someone who are fighting for their lives. Joe, to be honest with you, thinking about this earlier on, I think it depends on what Everton side show up. Hmm. Uh, if, ever, if the side that Everton uh, show up wants to do something in the game, we win, and we win quite well. But if the same side that showed up the other night shows up, we'll be beaten. And uh, no, no two ways about it. Um, Angelotti looked for a reaction in the Wolves game from the Spurs game, and he didn't get it. Actually, it was worse. And we, we're all looking for a reaction now on Thursday night against Villa. I just hope we get it. I really do. But I would fear for us because uh, Villa need the win. They need the points. Um, they can still get out of that relegation spot. And we've Bournemouth coming up as well, and we Sheffield United as well. So we have three tough games coming up. Mm. Um, and if we have to flip-flops on, I think we're looking to bring in players 
during the summer. We're, we're being linked with a couple in, in the Italian league already. Are they really going to come to Everton having watched the last few games of us? You'd have to wonder, you know, the kind of way. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's, I'll just repeat myself, lads. It's, yeah. Someone needs to say, listen, lads, come on, have a bit of pride in that shot. Well, you would think after Sunday, the way Seamus came out and the way Ancelotti came out and criticised him publicly, that, you know, if it's not seen in the first 15 minutes, we kind of know if there's, if there's been a bit of re- a reaction from it. Mm. So, which is yeah. great. It's just doom and gloom all around the place, to be honest. It's just, I wish the season was over now. Really, really would. All right, predictions time. Um, Collie, go to you first. Mr. Positive. If we show up, Joe, we'll win 2-1. Okay. If we show up, that's the, that's the big question. If we, if, we, if we don't show up, we'll lose 2-0. Okay. Rich? I think we'll win 2-0. Two 0 yeah. Again, I just don't know. I don't know what Everton's going to turn up. Um, I think because we're at home. I know we said this before that there's no fans that which I think is actually coming to affect us now because they would not get away with some of them displays if there was if there was a crowd there. Um, I'd say I, I got one 0 Everton. Another horrible, another horrible scabby. Rotten game. Uh, yeah, so I got one nil, one nil Everton. But again, just, just put a fight in. Just have a goal, lads. It's all we ask for. It's all we ask for every week, lads. <laughs> nothing. It's nothing strange, and it's nothing. You know, it's, again, it should be a given. This should be a. Yeah, this should yeah. be a, a straightforward. Turn up, turn up, and, and and go through the motions, but far from it now. Yeah. Okay, let's we'll leave it there and we'll talk this on Friday, hopefully after another win and hopefully again, like I said earlier, we're not all wearing a black colly. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we're all wearing bright colours and we're all cheerful on Friday. So listen boys, I'll talk to you then. Take care. See you, talk to you soon. This is Kevin Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on you blues. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com. Up the toffees.